We are the one, two, three. Sore losers! Hey, I am Lunchbox. I'm the one that knows the most about sports. I run this podcast. I keep these guys in lines, and I bring you the sports knowledge because I'm the smartest one when it comes to sports. Hey, I'm Eddie, and uh, I know the least about sports, but I love how Lunchbox keeps us in lines. I appreciate that. Thanks, dude. You're welcome. Yeah. And that's Eddie making fun of Lunchbox because instead of saying keep you in line, Lunchbox made it plural. But so. he is the leader. Of but the he leader. is definitely the leader, and I hope these mics are good. We're in a different room. It might sound a little bit differently. And me and Eddie are sharing a mic. So, hey Yo! This is a uh, high-dollar podcast because we only have two mics. The, other, the regular mics aren't working, so we are stuck in a closet again today with two mics. And, uh, yeah. And Eddie has got an Instagram pulled up right now that says, Remember God. Is that our first topic? Well, I do want to talk about, I just want to make sure I got the information on this podcast I was listening to right. Her name is Annie F. Downs. It's a podcast hold on, that hold on, I was listening to. What? Remember how you gave me a hard time about uh, promoting another podcast? Yeah, another a sports ago? podcast. So, so now you're going to do it, hey but guys, it's okay. there's a better podcast out there. Go Stop listen to listening to ours and go listen to this podcast. So this th- is exactly what you did to me, but it's okay when you do it. Yeah, Remember this is not a sports podcast. It, it's still a podcast. Go so ahead. So for all you non-sports listeners, this is a spiritual podcast about God and just different people and their relationships with God. So I found Samantha Ponder, who is a ESPN, you know, sportscaster, uh, and I was listening to her thing, her story. I found an interesting little tidbit about her. I so, have a lot of tidbits. So you do? Yeah. Well, she's married to uh, what's the name? Christian Ponder, ex-quarterback in the NFL for the Vikings. I don't know whatever. This is teams. what we're starting our show with. So listen, another podcast. We're advertising so she, another podcast to start off our podcast. She Go talks ahead. about she talks about how she met her husband. You know how they met when she was a sideline reporter. Uh-uh. The dude hit her up on Twitter. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do remember that. I okay, that. well, now you know. Yeah, so they no, I knew that. Okay, well, listen, let me tell my story. He hits her you... up on Twitter publicly. Yo, Sam, like, let's get together. And she's like, how embarrassing is this? Like, I'm supposed to be uh, like a, a straight reporter, shouldn't have relationships with these athletes, you know? Like, uh, what's this guy doing? So she followed him just so he can DM her, which he did. Dude, they got engaged right away, married within like six months. How crazy is that through Twitter? That's pretty crazy. That's what you wanted to lead the show with? No, he brought it up. What? I'm done. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> really, what did I do other than tell a story? I guys, I got an interesting tidbit about Sam Ponder, how she got married. <laughs> wow. Where did they have their honeymoon? <laughs> No, oh, what what college did she go to? Well, that's interesting. No, where did they have their honeymoon? <laughs> I don't know. Eddie's probably got the answer. Eddie, you're not talking anymore. No, I'm done. Why are you? Why do you get mad? Because he looked at my computer screen, brought up whatever page I was on, so I told my story, and now I'm getting chastised for it. It's so difficult <laughs> if you're going to come with the lead. It's got to be good. There's so much pressure to have the lead. I'm sure on Sports Center, all these other TV right, shows. Right, they sit there and go through. They go Guys, through. They this go is through. not Sports Center. This but, is the Sore Losers podcast. Yes. We're a bunch of losers talking about something we have no idea about. I know. But in the other room before, Eddie's like, dude, I got a great story about Sam Ponder. That's not what I was talking about. I have another PSA. No, no, but you said Can you I had talk a gr- about my PSA? And then I'll be done. I'll just leave the room. No, but you said you had a great story about Sam Ponder. So we're like, oh, yeah, this is going to be awesome. That wasn't that. It was okay. Uh, I thought it was a great story. You no, want to hear my you PSA? Know what's funny is 99% of the people don't know who Sam Ponder is. 
Okay, great. Uh, do you want to hear my next story? Yes. All right. So I have a PSA for anyone that wants to visit Nashville. We're out of Nashville. That's where our podcast is based out. Nashville, Tennessee. And when I was driving in the other day, you know, this is like what? The bachelorette capital of the world? Is that what yeah. they call yes, it Yes, it absolutely is. Okay. And they have these pedal taverns things where it's like a bar pretty much on wheels. It's like a bicycle. You pedal while you drink. I don't understand it. It looks terrible. You People- fit like... 15 to 20 people on each one. Yeah. It's not like you're by yourself. Okay, so right down the street from our studio, they're building uh, the Virgin Hotel. Like, it's supposed to be awesome. It's going to be amazing. Well, every Thursday, there's like, I'm mean, starting on Thursday, I assume, there are so many bachelorettes in these pedal taverns, like wearing miniskirts, like getting wasted, you're like yelling. And I drove by and all of the construction workers are all checking out chicks while they're putting this building together. So do not stay at the Virgin Hotel when it's done because these dudes are not concentrating on their job. Hey, and also, if you are at the Virgin Hotel, if you guys were wanting to stay there probably when they're opening in the spring, it's going to be delayed. You ever seen a project months behind? Because those construction workers are looking at the chicks. There was a dude with a jackhammer not even watching the jackhammer. He was watching the chicks go by in the pedal tavern. Guys, I, I look out for the people. I'm just telling you, if you ever come to Nashville when this hotel's up, do not stay there. Unless wanna, they want to be a sponsor. And you want to know the hotels that get ahead of schedule and get built the fastest? The ones that are away from the bars. and The, the ones that are outside of town that yeah, no one cares about. Because they have nothing to look at exactly. and they're working double shifts. I'm like, oh man, we're just looking at cars, staring at traffic, getting the smog in our lungs. I'm pretty sure there was one worker who was hammering like just the wall, missing the nail the whole time because he wasn't looking. But hey, just as long as the guy that isn't driving the excavator or the dump truck, <laughs> yeah, exactly. they probably shouldn't be watching the bachelorettes. <laughs> all right. Hey, okay. Frank, so tell us, why was that dirt dumped all over the middle of the road? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I was watching that pedal tavern and the girl, I mean, did you see that miniskirt? It was killing me. Did you just try to do a Tim McGraw reference? No. Killing me in my miniskirt. No. She wore a turn white and oh, a white no, t-shirt. I, I, she I, was killing me in that miniskirt. No, I didn't try to do a Tim McGraw oh, reference, okay. though, but I, I mean. I mean, it worked. Yeah, Labor Day weekend. I was yeah, 17. Yeah. I know. Okay, I know the song. Yeah, but speaking of checking out chicks, uh, Mark Cuban donates $10 million to uh, women's organizations. <laughs> That's your transition. <laughs> well, I, I, this is what I was going to start with. But you went to construction workers checking out chicks. So the Mavericks, they fired their CEO back in February because, man, there was a lot of rumors and reports that he was sexually harassing and making a very hostile environment in the Dallas Mavericks organization. And Coach, I read an article where it like called out everybody that was involved in this thing. And yeah. I mean, from the CEO to, to the ticket agent to the, I mean, well, the mailroom operator. No, well, well, you don't know. Details. I mean, you can't go over I all their names. There was that. numerous allegations. And apparently uh, the investigation found that Mark Cuban didn't handle it in a swift and proper manner. Didn't take So he donated $10 million to women's causes and they fired the CEO. Obviously my whole thing is what, I mean, the $10 million is nice, but $10 million to Mark Cuban is like a dollar to us. Yeah, five bucks, maybe. It's nothing. I I think they, like I got on Urban Meyer, should have been really suspended. I think Mark Cuban has to be suspended from the Mavericks. I don't think they should make him sell the team, but he should not be allowed to be around the team for six months, half the season. I, I don't know. And 
giving that money to those organizations is great, but what about giving money to the women that were harassed? Why why is that not an issue? Are they going to... Maybe they just haven't made it public. You got to think that's already happened, and we don't find out about everything. You're telling me none of those women got money? Well, that's what... I mean, I would think you would hear about it, or they would come out and sue because they, they all their claims are backed up, and obviously they found these reports, and so... They did investigating and they found out that, hey, you know what? These women weren't lying to you when they were their their claims were true. So that just tells me that, man, you just see it on every level. Every organization just Dude, sweeps it under the rug. Right. And what we're finding out with this Me Too movement, there was some crazy stuff going on in America. Like, thank God for that movement. This stuff was going on and nobody knew about it. And none of these people could have spoke, even talked about it. And now we're finding out. We're like, what? That went on there? Wow. Oh, my gosh. That went on there? Like, some of these cultures were unbelievable. It was like a frat house. It's just, it was the whole boys club, unspoken rules. And, man, it makes everything look bad. Like, what you see, it's just, Hey, when you talk about suspending Mark Cuban, what does he do on a day-to-day? Like, how would that hurt the organization? Well, he owns the team. Like, he loves to be around the team. And he's in charge of everything. Like, he has final say, I would guess, in everything that happens. So I think he shouldn't be allowed to go to the games for six months. You know what I mean? Like, make him have to pay something. $10 million, it's nothing. Chump change change to him. So I I, I think you have to do something more than that. Suspend him. where Because the money doesn't hurt him. He'll make $10 million back in three home games. Well, when people donate also... They, when they file their taxes, they get some of that donation money back. Yes. I want to know how much he gave after he gets some of it back from taxes. That's a great point. Like, that $10 million money. donation is a tax write-off yeah. because it's to charitable organizations. Yeah, they need to also put on the ESPN bottom line. But it's also, we all know, a tax write-off. And he's probably going to get some of that back. Here's the exact amount Mark Cuban has ended up going to give these people, give yeah. this cause. And we're talking a lot about basketball, even though it's NFL and you know college Coach, football. There season. isn't even a basketball being dribbled in America right oh, now. Yeah, we're talking but, basketball. Yeah, but you want to know? Did you not see the other big story? Butler. Yeah, Jimmy Cl- Butler. Clippers, dem- baby. He's de- going to L.A. Demands a trade out of Minnesota. He wants to go to a team that will give him a max contract because he becomes a free agent next summer. So if you're another team, why would you trade for him? Just wait one some one year and then sign him. You don't have to give up anything. Him coming out and saying, I want to trade because Minnesota, I don't want to be in Minnesota. I want to be in a big market. Like the Knicks uh, president said, we're not going to give up any assets. Why? We'll just go sign him next summer. Well, yeah, that seems like the reasonable thing to do. But also, he's saying he wants to go to the Clippers. Why doesn't he want to go to L.A.? Join Bron Bron. The Clippers are in L.A.? Clippers are in L.A. But he doesn't want to go to the Lakers. He wanted to go to the Lakers, but he wants to have his own team. How does he not know that? Does Ray not know that they're in L.A.? What, what happened? Coach, I know, I'm know. i saying he said he wants to go to the Clippers. It's a team that's in Los Angeles. So what if you just played in the same arena and you played for the Lakers with LeBron? That's the problem. Do players want to play with LeBron? Like because Because yes. he's so uh, good, they probably will be in the shadow of LeBron. Like that's the good question. That's why Jimmy Butler doesn't want to play. He, the ego of him wants to be the star of the team. He wants to be the number one. He doesn't want to be backseat to LeBron. He wanted to originally go to the Lakers, but now that LeBron's there, it's, Oh, I want to go to the Clippers. I think that's everyone. Like you think about every team LeBron's played with. I mean, who's everyone else? Who cares? Dwayne Wade. I mean, he was like in the shadow and Dwayne Wade's awesome. I don't know if he was in the shadow. For sure. I mean, to, to the regular Joe. I mean, the regular Joe, you're like, oh, Miami Heat, yeah, yeah, LeBron James. 
No, the Miami Heat were known as the Big Three. Exactly, dude. their nickname was the Big Three, so they weren't Hold in on. the shadow. Hold on, LeBron James, Dwayne Wade. Oh, oh, Bosh. Yes, Chris Bosh. Okay, that was almost horrible. If you can't name the Big Three, dude. that's what I. But Kyrie Irving, I felt like like that tells me he that wanted it, out of Cleveland because he wanted to be correct. the man. Yeah, he wanted to be the man, and then he goes to Boston, and they get Gordon Hayward, and they get all these young talents. I think Kyrie's leaving after this year because he wants to be his no, team. He doesn't want the other superstars getting credit. He wants all the credit. So where do they go? Like the Jazz? Like what are they, who do they play for for this? Well, they're talking Kyrie may go to the, the Nets or the Knicks, which is weird. But Jimmy Butler, he's 30 years old. I think he'll be 30 or 31 next summer. So that he wants four years, $190 million. Man, I just – what – why not just go to a win? I, he's already made so much money. The ego. I, I, I've told you. It's professional sports. They're in it for the money, Lunchbox. Not all of them. Obviously, when he's making a move like this, he doesn't care about winning. I think you have this. No, some, right. I, don't I think, think you that, have this delusion of like. You don't that, think LeBron James cares about winning? Well, not. I mean, no. I think he's fine. No, I, no. Why, why do you think he's in L.A. acting? Like, why Why do you think no. there's all these other things that he wants to do? Because it's not about winning anymore. He won his whole life. No, he wants to win. That's why he left the Cavaliers, because he knew the Cavaliers were not good enough. They didn't have any salary cap. They were old. They were not going to win. He goes to the Lakers, where there's a bunch of young, young talent, and now next summer they have a chance to sign a marquee, max-level player like Klay Thompson, Kawhi Leonard, Someone like that that's going to get them over the top. I think they'll all tell you, oh, yeah, we're in it to win it. Like, that's what we're in it for. We're, we play sports because we want to win. In real life, behind the scenes, they don't care. What, what we're not seeing, though, is the behind the scenes thing. Exactly what Eddie just said. So, oh, he says he wants to play for the Clippers. He doesn't. It's not just the Clippers. It's always business managers telling him this. He's got family that lives in L.A. That'd be fun. Oh, oh remember our old family member has that old house you could fix up in L.A. There's so many things. There's so <laughs> Dude, much more that's Jimmy, involved. Jimmy. There's, there's sports. There's money. There's family. There's, oh, man, I, I got to get away from my these guys I've been hanging out with, man, up in here in Minnesota. I got some bad influences. There's so much more than just the actual game you're like and then also in their head they're like man this team's stacked up the Warriors man they're pretty tough to beat all right where should I float around where should I get some money all right I don't want to sound too greedy oh I don't want to be the only person on my team that's any good I, okay I can go Boom. to the, I can go to the Clippers they got no one he's good the guy. only no, t- he's the, you're wrong he will be the only good okay, player so on the Clippers that's his thought process that is why he's, so he's like okay I'll be the man there I'll get some TV stuff and it's LA that's cool yeah, that's cool exactly. oh yeah and I remember that one homeboy from high school he lives out there maybe I could chill with him and if we win we win so there's all these things factored in, not just clippers. That's all we see on the bottom line. We don't see all these other personal decisions and family and life and women and the <laughs> lifestyle <laughs> and clubs. We don't see that, but it's all in their head. Yeah, and right. they, dude, they have people talking to them. Yeah. They have so many people to talk to you. When you wake up in the morning, the only person that tells you what to do is you. Yeah. All these athletes have 10 to 15 people telling them mm-hmm. of things to do. Dude, That's I right. have nobody tell me anything to do. That's right. Every... What are you, my hype man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every day of my life, like, I pretty much do what I want to do. I don't have exactly. an advisor. These guys have crazy advisors. That's right. Mic drop. Nailed it. And me and Eddie are on separate bikes, so yeah. <laughs> Eddie's in the back. <laughs> hey, I'm over here. Hey, well said, Raymundo. That was great, dude. That's exactly what I was thinking. Is that they want to hang out with their friends? They got other reasons other than winning. Winning is not number one on their priority list. That's probably number five. 
And the sucky thing about the NBA is, man, teams are stacking up. So all these other teams are just floating around. Oh, there's a player over here. Oh, I can. He's a good player. I like how he passes. It's it's because of the dominant teams, dude. Right now, the NBA is in a weird place. If you're not the Warriors, you are last right now. I've never seen in our lifetime, besides the Bulls, in our lifetime, has there been a more dominant team? Maybe Patriots. You could float that one out there. But right now, the Golden State Warriors. Good God, they are dominant. They are dominant. Unbelievably dominant, and they got the boogie, dude. You re- <laughs> yeah, hey, boogie and they got the boogie. Boogie ain't playing until at least January. All right, six and, man off the bench. But you never know how a big man is coming back from an Achilles injury. That is a tough Kobe. Did you see Kobe? He looked terrible when he came back from the Achilles injury. So someone You're talking about boogie, the dude on uh, Thursday night football or Friday night Monday night football. Oh my gosh, my bad. Who's that? Who's that guy? Booger that... McFarlane. My bad. Who's Boogie? Oh, I know Boogie. You know Boogie, okay. dude. Stop playing dumb. Yes. All DeAndre right. Andre Jordan. Here, let's just move on from the NBA. Because tonight... Who's Boogie? I mean, LeBron left Cleveland, right? He went to LA. Mm-hmm. But tonight, the party is in Cleveland. Listen. Oh, the beer. The yeah. Tonight is the night. Tonight is the night. I just want to say, Cleveland, congratulations on your first win. First win in how many 600 days? You didn't win a game last year. Tonight is the night. They are going to party like they won the Super Bowl when they win tonight. I saw the stat on SportsCenter. It's been over 600 days since they've won a game. That is nuts. The Patriots won. Did they win last week? No, No, they lost in Jacksonville. Crap. All right, the Patriots won 14 days ago. The Cleveland Browns haven't won in over 600 days. This I, they are going to burn whoa, whoa, the city down. Whoa, like whoa. like how the, when when the Cleveland Cavaliers won the NBA championship a couple years ago and they're burning couches and there's you know partying in the streets. That is what Cleveland is going to be tonight. Work is going to be canceled whoa. tomorrow. I think you're putting the carrot in front of the horse. No, dude. I'm not. Listen, I had a dream last night. Oh, great. Because because we've been talking about betting this. And sometimes I am betting this. I know. And sometimes I have these dreams. I had a dream last night that Cleveland did not win. I don't why did I have that dream? I'm telling you, something was talking to me telling me not to bet Cleveland. Okay, then don't bet Cleveland. Hey, and who who's the quarterback? Is it Baker's not starting? The no, other Tyrod starting? Taylor. All right. Dude, have you seen him? He's played great All right. against the Saints. Last he dropped that 50-yard touchdown right in the basket. Touchdown Cleveland and then the kicker screws the extra point, but but Tonight is night. Three-point favorites. Bet the house. We are celebrating whoa, 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 in Cleveland. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We are betting tonight. See, the last time Raimundo did this, like some dude spent four hundred dollars and lost it. That's great. I'm telling you, tonight is the night. If there is, it's going to be a the crowd is going to be out of control tonight in the dog pound. You don't roof, roof, you roof, don't believe roof. in like jinxing yourself. Like, no, you're just saying bet the house. It's going to happen. You already congratulated the entire city of Cleveland. I absolutely did. I am so excited for them tonight. They should be two and zero. Going on 3-0 tonight, but they get their first win, and they are back. The Gamblers, Browns. Gamblers out there, listen to me. I had a dream. I don't know what it meant, but I'm telling you, the Jets won in my dream, so be careful. So who are you betting? I don't know if I'm going to bet. I might stay away from it. Okay, stay away from it. That's fine. I'll celebrate my win with Cleveland. Did you say what the beer fridge opening means? Yeah, the beer fridges. There's locked up beer fridges all over Cleveland from Bud Light. And once Cleveland wins their first game, they automatically open, and all the beer in those fridges are free. 
and they are at different locations around Cleveland, and it is going to be awesome tonight. This yeah. is it. And if you're in a different city besides Cleveland, you're celebrating their win, the beer's not free in those cities. That's, Correct. If you end up going and getting a case at a gas station and going away with it, that's considered it, robbery. It's called a beer run. But yeah. in Cleveland, it's free! Free! Have you guys ever done a beer run? My, uh, I have not uh, physically done it, but I, I worked at a gas station, and my buddy did one. A semi-beer run. He char- I charge him for a pack of gum. He just walks out with the beer. Okay, that's, that's kind of semi. semi. That's semi. <laughs> hey, uh, enjoy your pack of gum. Uh, got that case of beer. All right. I'll and what sh- a beer run is, is you go in and you just grab the beer and you run out. It's called a beer run. Mine's pretty bad. Oh, you've so, done it. Well, okay, not really a beer. Do you want to tell this? I don't know. It's pretty bad, but it's in high school. Oh, and did you shoot someone? No, no, no. No one. No I one, mean, did no, you hear how he goes? Hey, mine's pretty bad. Hey, guys, man. this is pretty bad. So we evolved a gun. Okay, stop the story. Right. Eh, no, no, no. no one, that's a sore loser. Eh. No, 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 no. No one died or anything. Thank, okay. Thank God. Over a beer run. But, man, there was a, there was a dude that in our in our school, and it started with a okay, class. Speed up the story. We don't it need- started with a class before us. I was a junior when they started this tradition. And I think it may still be going on. But the guy, the seniors in front of us, there was a dude that lived next to a beer truck delivery guy. And every night he'd park his beer truck outside the house, loaded. Okay. And he comes back, tells his buddy, we should pop that lock. It's one lock that you pop in, all the doors open. Dude, they did it a week before spring break, made out with 42 cases of beer for spring break, baby. So come next year. Okay. Uh Uh-oh, it's our turn. I was like, so did you do it? It's our turn. (laughs) They did it. The next year, our turn. 67 cases of beer, baby! There's no way, though, after the third year, right, the guy finally got the idea and didn't park the truck there anymore? I I never checked back. My thing is, does he care? Does he get in trouble for that? I mean, two years in a row, I would think so. In my personal experience, I wasn't a beer vendor guy, but I did work at the gas station. Whenever people stole gas or stole beer, it was never our fault. They'd just be like, oh, that sucks that it happened. You're good. Like, So I wouldn't be penalized. Right. Might be the same situation for Homeboy. We had a beer truck. There was a C-Mart right next to my middle school. So we, it's close to the high school. And we, it would park right by the gas pumps. And if you, it parked long ways because it was a very small parking lot. So if he's getting beer out of the other side, and he goes inside, the back far still side open. is still open. All the time, people would just pull up, throw about five cases in their car, drive off, and he would never know because you would never see a car pull up or oh, yeah. pull away because it's it's blocked from inside the store. So once he goes in the store, just you can't see. Another time, we did it a little Exxon <laughs> right there on Far West Boulevard. Uh, uh, co- 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 no details. Oh, sorry. In Austin, Texas. And it is me, my buddy Aaron, and my buddy Shannon. And we go... And uh, Shannon's driving, run in, grab the beer, jump in the car, and we take a left down the road. And we are, and the guy, I guess, had called the cops because we're flying this way. Two cop cars with their lights on go this way. Whoa! Whip, whip a Yui behind us. We pull into an apartment complex, park, and jet spread out. <laughs> Gone. Where's the beer? In the car. <laughs> In the car. We had to leave it in the car. We didn't even get to take it. So were they going after you guys? Oh, yeah, because they pulled in the park. And we, we ran away, and you had to go back and get the car the next day. You couldn't. It was too hot that night. 
But you know how you guys' stories are so dramatic with running? You know nowadays the beer running really doesn't exist. They literally just walk in, grab the case, and walk out. Well, They're a lot more sly and cool and just, well, if you're going to come stop me, come stop me. Because none of the workers care to stop you. Some people do. You guys' stories are so dramatic back in the day. Yes, maybe that happened. But I'm telling you, guys don't run now. They I, just walk out with the beer. I also used to do what Raymundo did is um, I worked at a grocery store and friends, my brother was in college at the time, they would come through my line and they would have beer and whatever, and I would just charge them for the like the steaks, and then <laughs> just move the beer over. Like, oh yeah, let me see your ID. Cool, and then they, they walk out. A terrible thing to do because I mean we could have gotten so much trouble because yeah. when I, when I worked at should I say I worked at no, a no details no details I worked at another store. No, nah, I worked at Sam's in college. Oh boy, oh and God. number four seven store number four two one actually sixty four sixteen. Oh my, is this lunchbox residence? Oh. <laughs> We need to talk to you, son. These three guys. One guy worked in carts. One guy was a cashier. Another guy worked somewhere, but he was at the door checking receipts. And so they came up with the idea. The cart guy got off work. He went through that guy's line and got cologne, beer, shirts, all sorts of stuff. And the guy just charged him for a couple things. And then he goes to the door and his other buddy, oh, yeah, let me see your receipt, and checks it off. And he leaves all three of them. Cuffed and stuffed. Whoa. Boom. The manager came and said, let me see that receipt. Boom. Off the register. Called the cops. And all three went to jail. What a twist. Yeah. And one and, and the, so one guy got offered, the judge said, you can, either, you can either face these charges or you can sign up for the military. Boom. Join the Marines. He joined the Marines. Join the Marines. Wow. Well, that's cool that he served. So, yeah, these are cool stories and all that, kids. But we need to get back to the Sore Losers podcast. If, on, if, if you get caught... You're going to jail. Yeah, don't do that. Don't We're not encouraging it. beer yeah. runs. It's dumb. You're literally stealing a $12 thing that isn't even that great of a time. Right. Your buddies are going to drink most of it. Most people are going to dump the beer on the ground. Nobody even enjoys the beer that you guys stole. Right. It's not my worth buddy, the stealing of the beer. My buddy Josh, I, I told him how to um, steal from one of the grocery stores I worked at. I was like, dude, there's a side door. It just leads to a patio. If you just walk out there and just walk out, there, no one will ever stop you. So he went and he stole three cases and he comes back. And I'm like, dude, you, why did you steal Milwaukee's best? <laughs> the cheapest like, beer ever. Why did you steal the beast? Dude, get some imports. And Josh, and no joke, Josh's quote, it was cheap. You didn't pay for exactly, it, you idiot. Exactly, Josh. Like, and he goes, what an idiot. Dang, I didn't even think about that, dude. I just, he goes, <laughs> I just. Like, sorry, dude. He, he really said, he goes, thinking. I looked at the cheapest one, and that's the one I took. So stupid. I mean, so funny he comes with the beast yeah and we're guys like, wow. guys seriously don't listen to these stories they're all funny and stuff yeah. but don't do this stuff it's not good but one time in college my buddy dave he worked at this convenience store and we were having a kegger a huge party five kegs we needed ice my buddy dave goes dude go to the convenience store and i'll pay for one bag and while i'm paying just load the back of the truck with as much as ice as you can get we emptied out the ice cooler which was probably like i don't know 50 60 bags we had so much ice. We used five bags for the kegs. We had so much ice, we made it into a snow party. We did the whole backyard full of ice, smashed it, and everybody's like, we're doing a winter snow party, baby! Okay, you know when a segment has gone too long? is when we're talking about beer runs and he starts talking about stealing ice. That's when we knew we jumped the ship. It's okay. I understand. It's cool. And we should have probably just wrapped it up right there, but... 
Hey, man, one time I stole a Butterfinger. I was there at the store with my mom, and I put a Butterfinger in my pocket. I mean, the ice thing just wasn't as cool. Yeah, as... the ice, it costs a dollar for a bag of ice. And you stole 12 <laughs> of them, guys. And, and, and you can buy it at any age. It's not cool to steal ice. You hey, know? guys, I got some ice in my freezer, too. I got made it for free. You can make it with water. You just have to freeze it. My bad. It's cool. So, My bad. Uh, NFL this weekend. We're not going to be here tomorrow because we got to get on flights to Vegas tomorrow after the show, so we don't have time to do a Sore Losers podcast. Games that I'm looking forward to. Carson Wentz back behind under center. Hut, hut, hut on that ACL. This is it, boys. Pittsburgh going to Tampa. Can Fitz Magic keep up the magic? Fitz, Fitz, Fitz ain't going to continue doing that. Fitzpatrick, guys. He's, out, he's been out. amazing. This is the craziest stock in the history of the world. This is Facebook. This is IBM. This is Apple. This is right now at its apex. Guys, it's about to Enron. This stock is about Enron? to tank. Ooh. Enron went bankrupt. Wow. Okay? Fitzpatrick, guys, it's the stock that was amazing back in the day, and then it just crashed. Is this the weekend it goes down? It either goes down this week or next week. This is crazy <laughs> stock that you just got to get out, get out of this stock market. Or the week after that. But Deshaun Jackson did come out and say, when Jameis Winston comes back, you can't take Fitzpatrick out because he's so hot. Yeah, and if he, he cools and, down, and, then yes, maybe. And Deshaun but makes all the decisions. For but I'm just game. saying that tells you that he likes getting that ball from Ryan Fitzpatrick. Coach, did you come up with Fitzmagic? No, it's been all over the news. Oh, my gosh. Why are you stealing material again? I've already talked to you about this. You know where we got Fitzmagic from? Sports Center, guys. No. I mean, no, not So from, we're just watching no. Sports Center and copying the little sayings no, no, no. they have for the players. I don't even watch Sports Center anymore. Coach, come up with something original. We need to be known do for you original things that you we do. You don't understand. Fitzmagic is what everybody is calling it. Yeah, why? okay. So if everybody's jumping but, off a bridge, are you going to jump off a bridge too? Okay, that's the dad in him. Here we go. This dude, like that was the worst but, analogy ever. But what's here's what, here's what's the funniest part. Minka Fitzpatrick is a defensive back. He is trying to trademark Fitzmagic. Who is Fitzpatrick? Is Minka Fitzpatrick is Who a defensive? He is a defensive back. I thought Minka was a girl. My bad. Oh my I just I just talked about it ten seconds ago, and so. He's not even the Fitzmagic. That's funny. Everybody's calling Fitzpatrick that. So Minka Fitzpatrick is trying to trademark it for himself. What do you mean trying? Can't you just pay and do that? Well, that's why I don't know how I it's I mean, gonna... if Fitzpatrick hasn't, uh, what's his name? Quarterback. <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan, if he hasn't done that, he's going to lose it. And he can't be called Fitzmagic anymore. Isn't that so that's funny? That's funny, dude. All right. Are we ready for my lock? Oh. Ready for your lock. Yeah. What's your lock of the week? All right, guys. So sometimes I give you the NFL lock. Sometimes I give you a Saturday college lock. Today's lock. It's a whole weekend lock. It's the Friday night game. You're going to have to stay up a little bit late for it. USC, Washington State. The over-under is 52 and a half. It is going to go over, over, over. Lock it up. USC, Washington State, late night, Friday night, over 52 and a half. Get the money out of the bank. Call your wife. Tell her you're going to pay some of the bills late. $300 minimum, put it on the over, minimum. and when Monday comes around, your buddies are talking about how they won $10. Oh, I lost $10. You're going to say, oh, yeah, I won $300. Lock it up. Shout out to all my Cowboy fans out there. We go to Seattle this weekend. Get ready, baby. We're going to be 2-1. and one. So I just wanted to mention that real quick before we sign off, but man, Cowboy fans are stoked right now. We're excited, baby. We're turning this ship around. No, you guys are terrible. Your defense is really good, oh but your God. offense is terrible. Okay. I, Going I, to Seattle, baby. We're going to dominate Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. Boom! Cowboy Nation! So you betting on the Cowboys this weekend? Nah, nah, nah. No chance.
Yeah, that's how confident that's he is. That's how confident he is. Oh, boy, we're turning around. You betting on him? No, 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 no. Hey, he ain't putting his name on that. Yeah, yeah, he ain't, he ain't locking that up. He's just he's just homering that. Homering that. Why does everything have to be a gamble? Like, just why can't asking, I just well, cheer I my team you. on and root and get my people all excited? Let's go, baby. We're going to Seattle, baby. <laughs> all I did was ask you if you're betting. I wasn't mad about it. I was just saying, the one game I don't understand on the college docket, TCU at Texas TCU is only a three-point favorite. TCU looked like they were amazing oh, last week got, against Ohio you State. You gotta go TCU. Texas just looked so great against USC. They had some things go their way. There's a safety you, in the end zone, stuff like that, flip flops, and it ends up being a lot closer of a game than it was. That's why Texas is getting. But that Vegas right now. scares me because they know they, something to only make it a three-point line. I think te- Texas is garbage. They're, Texas is garbage. You go TCU all night long in that game. Then I see the minus three, and I'm like. Vegas is trying to trick me right now. And Alabama minus 27 at home against A&M. Oh, we got a great weekend. Sorry we can't do this tomorrow. This was all over the place. Uh, Ray's lock of the week. Ray's lock of the week. Bet it. Let us know. Yeah, it's going to get to you before the weekend. So you'll have your money late Friday night. USC, Washington State over. The Washington State quarterback loves to throw the ball. You're going to see over 1,000 yards in this game. Uh, Maybe a little less than that, but pretty close. You know who I like? I like Stanford on the road at Oregon. Stanford minus two. Oh, we got a lot of West Stanford Coast. Stanford You can't tell we're going two. to Vegas at all. We got a bunch of West Coast locks <laughs> coming in. <laughs> I love Stanford. I love Bryce, Bryce Love. And, I mean, I think, I think they're going to beat Oregon bad. I just, oh. Guys, and I will be tweeting out on the Sword Losers uh, Twitter. Uh, what is it? Sword Losers Show? Yeah, on Twitter. I will be tweeting out my betting ticket. I am personally betting my locks, and this is going to be beautiful to be in Vegas, to bet my lock with the ticket. Usually I bet it online on a sports book, but to bet it with the ticket, it's an amazing feeling. I'll be doing that Friday night. Join me. Join me, my people, in prayer. All Join right. me with this bet. Hit us on Sword Loser Show. Can I do a college pick? Thank yeah, you, you my, can do a college pick. Thank you, my congregation. You can do an NFL pick. You can thank do whatever. You. Be blessed and have a blessed day. I got a college pick. It's not going to be very popular, but this will be the upset of the week. At least make sure they're playing. He does the wrong team. Syracuse going to Clemson. Syracuse will kill Clemson this weekend. Really? What? Mark it down. Just because Syracuse okay. played good against FSU and FSU isn't Mark good. Mark it down. Okay. Guys, guys, he let doesn't me tell know. You, let me, what's what? The, why do you think they're going to win? Tell us, tell us, break us down the game. I want to know Ooh, why. I've just seen both teams play, and I feel like this is the Orange men have a really good, good team. I love their offense. Their offense is great. Um, the defense needs a little bit of work, but I, I understand. I think it's going to be a, a rocky fight. Punch, 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 punch. Not much of a defense game. Bunch of offense back and forth. At the end, Syracuse will take the lead and win the game. Yeah, and what's crazy, though, is Clemson plays Georgia Tech this weekend. So I don't know what game you're going to be betting. Guys, I called it. I knew he wasn't even going to pick a game that was actually happening this weekend. Clemson plays Georgia Tech. Lunchbox is right oh in the gosh. afternoon on Saturday. Georgia Tech and Syracuse is, or um, Clemson's like a 16-point favorite. 16 or 17-point 17 17 favorite. 17, line's moving. Yeah, that's what I meant. That's Guys, I meant. when you listen oh to this, remember what I said before Eddie made his pick, just joking around that he's going to say the two wrong teams. Eddie just gave you a pick a week ahead of time. And no, do you yeah, like no, the way that... I let him break it down? Because I, I didn't want to jump on him because then he calls me rude and gets mad at me. Well, you are rude. But, but, but the do you thing understand is, what but I'm the saying? Thing is, like, guys, right. guys, this game's going to happen. When you said we're not coming in tomorrow, my bad. My brain just went into we're taking a whole week off. My bad. I'm sorry. I messed up on that. So we're not taking a whole week off. Correction. We'll be back next week. So that'll be my disappointment of next week. And that tells you how much prep goes into his 
coming into the store losers. He picks games that are happening in a week. But hey, but go ahead and bet it this weekend so you can get ahead of everybody else. You can do that too while the line is is where it's at. Where is the line? I, I, do they have lines no. two weeks out? Yeah, they, they have the look ahead line probably early in the season, but I don't know if they you can yeah, bet it. Usually, just the betting sites will show you one week. Yeah. So Eddie's um, bet, you don't even have a line out yet. But guys, listen, we will be in Vegas. If you see any of us this weekend, shake our hands. Me personally, I would like to be thanked for some of my college locks. Sure, I've been wrong, but I have given you some college locks. If you see me, thank me. Uh, tell me, appreciate the locks, guys. I put a lot of work into them. I crunch numbers. This whole weekend, man, enjoy it. We're going to be in Vegas, the Sunshine State, the Sin City, the place where no secrets get left behind, the place where everything you do in Vegas stays in Vegas. Did I make up one of those things? No, I think you did. No, That's no, perfect. the Sunshine State is Florida. <laughs> sure it's not California? You No, idiot. you're right. You're right. It is, you it is Florida. Idiot. All right, well. That's right. it. Look for our locks online. We're going to I'm going to have to look over the NFL. I don't have a lock yet. I mean, you know, I got so hung you up don't on Stanford. have a lock for the NFL. It's Minnesota over Buffalo. That's a 17-point line. Lock it up. 17 points? Yeah. Okay. There it is. Eddie, you got to do your thing. Oh, and this is the ending buzzer. We're heading to Vegas, guys. Peace out.